0: Romans, Romans tonight, the book of Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, here in the word of God, much better, much better, Romans chapter 8, that thing, boy, it's like a, a can here. but uh, Romans chapter 8, uh, uh, verses 35 through 39, we'll pick up, and then I'll give you the second text here, the Bible says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ, he says, shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or pearl, or sword. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Number 37 says, but nay, in all things, these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Verse 38 says, I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, no height, nor depths, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And I want to focus back in on verses uh, 38 there. The Bible says, I am persuaded neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principality, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come is where we're going to focus things to come. And then went on and says, shall separate us from the love of God. Then I want to jump down to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 here. And Jesus was speaking uh, really from uh, one of the areas where we uh, the Beatitudes, Sermon on the Mount and the Bible says therefore in verse 31 he says therefore take no thought or saying, uh, saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink wherewithal shall we be clothed for all these things do the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all things Number 33 says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow I shall take thought of the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is evil thereof. And So for a little bit today, we want to uh, join those two together and do part 14B on this one. 14B, how's that? You did 14A a few weeks ago. Complete victory over things to come. Complete victory over things to come. Revenue Opens in prayer, please. Father God, Lord, we thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love and power. We ask you, Lord, to have your way in this service tonight. As our pastor, as he breaks the bread of life, let a fresh function of your spirit be upon us. Give us hearts, Father God, to receive from your word tonight. Amen. Amen. Things to come. We uh, opened up. And we've been, again, part, those who just joined us, first time, his, uh, viewers, or whatever the case may be, again, we, it's part of a 17-part series, so you are now part 14B. Amen. And for, uh, we've been going through every one of these uh, uh, pieces of, of Scripture from Romans chapter 8, uh, one, of, really one of the really uh, popular or, or really favorites, my Romans chapter 8, and it goes through a lot of things, the, again, about uh, again the Christian race and on and on and on and how to be victorious in your life. And so we've been going through 17 parts of this thing. And uh, again, and so we, we looked at this, and from a series, throughout the series, we, we've highlighted each section, each one of the uh, listed 17 from whether it was famine or persecution or things, peril or storm. And so here we we, we we are at the place of things to come. We serve a God that knows the future tonight, a God that holds the future in his hands. And, and really, the last two Sundays ago, we begin to deal with the. the prophetic side of things to come, prophetic things to come, and we share with you some things, again, what Jesus had told us, because people want to know about the end time, and on and on and on, the end time, and naturally, Jesus has many, many uh, passages of scripture, the word of God throughout the New Testament, and even in the Old Testament, tells you about things to come, it's the only book that can tell you past, present, and future, amen, and it's all true tonight, amen. Past, present, and future, it's all true, and, and, and it's, it's, it, you will be very foolish, a very, 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 uh, uh, um, uh, not a wise man or woman, and really just off your rocker if you miss heaven tonight. If you miss heaven because God has already told us the playbook. God has already told us how things will play out. God has already told us the future. Amen. Oftentimes you want to say, oh, if I knew the future, preacher, I'll play the numbers and I'll be a multi-being there tonight. Now Christians don't play the numbers, amen? Christians don't end up in gambling at the gambling hall, amen? Amen. Oh on no, on, all, if I knew the future preacher, I could put all my money on that ball game tonight. I would have predicted that uh, my man would hit the home run last night. I would have been a rich man because on that game last night, uh, again, congratulations to the man, Aaron Judge, amen, for being, becoming the uh, home run king, tying the home run king now, they call it. Home run came because the other one was freaking phony. It's a debate about that, Barry Bonds and steroids. The devil always has very state. but we'll, we'll leave it alone. And so it's a lot of, within that. So, naturally, they, they congratulate that. But even out, out of all the home runs, Mr. Judge, as you watching this thing tonight, hey amen, my, my, I encourage you to get saved, hey amen, if you're not saved already. But you look at this tonight, the future, and God holds the future. God holds the future, and, and really, again, it would be unwise for men to, to, to uh, disregard this book disregard this book, you see things happen in our world and, and people always say, oh, you see the Bible's coming to life and on and on So people know that the word of God is true. They know it's true. And, uh, there are prophecies that God gave, uh, again, whether it's in time, and there's one that we preached a couple of months ago. I'll go back and look at it on, uh, on Facebook or YouTube channel. There uh, It says here that uh, we have been mandated as well to die. We have been mandated today. We were dealing with the mandated, I guess it was last year now. And they, uh, we said one thing, one, that God has mandated this one thing. He says, "Is appointed a man once to die, and after this, the judgment. Amen. And so we begin to see how the things to come, are we preparing for our death? Are you preparing for eternal life? Are you ready to no doubt lose your soul or, or either enter into eternal life with Jesus Christ? And we pray tonight that there will be your destination is to spend eternity with Jesus tonight. What's to come Amen. And so we see prophecies about preparing to die, or what's to come, bracing yourself. And our storms, again, we're told as we share with you about Hurricane I, uh, Ian, about how do they say up, they prepare to brace themselves, board the windows up. The storm is coming, the storm is coming. Get sandbags, get all these different things because the storm is coming. Jesus even said they can predict the weather, but they can't see to Jesus by return. They can't even, uh, again, wrap their minds. They predict the weather. They know about this and the other. He said, but they cannot see me. And so we see it, tonight. And the soul people will brace themselves for the carnal. They brace themselves again, to uh, uh, the guard, again for preparation for emergency. Or well, they prepare themselves mentally and physically for getting older. Again, and so we see all these different things that many women will prepare themselves. I'm gonna prepare myself financially. Yes, we do all these things. We encourage you to save money, we encourage you to no doubt build up your bank account, all these different things. But you know at the end of the day, how is your soul? Amen. And so we begin to see as a child begins, you think about preparing as a child, young child, he prepares for life, and no doubt in his mind, he begins to say, you know, when I grow up, I'm going to be this, So she grows up, I'm going to be this, or that, and the other, and so they begin to make preparations. It's, it's sad to see how, again, in our society, though, some parents would tear them down. We were looking at something that night, people would tear people down, kill their dreams, kill dreams in people's lives. I want to go up and be the a uh, brain surgeon. Boy, you'll never do it. You live in the project. You ain't getting out of the project and they will kill their dreams and so that child will grow up with a with a mentality that I can never do it again and so his preparation and they won't prepare or, or, or that, for that boy or get a girl to prepare for life and it becomes a vicious cycle every day but we talk about preparation so even after that the, the, my mind may be shattered or after graduation again in today we prepare for various things after I graduate high school what will I do next or again I'll prepare for a job and a career uh, again I'll eventually get married and have children and be prepared. all these preparations for things in life. Things to come in the lives. Gimme said financial savings, of uh, 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 buying homes, and all these different things. Uh, before you loan, your teens become 20s. How many know that? Your teens become 20s. I was talking with a man the other day, uh, uh, Jimmy, brother Jimmy. And uh, he uh, he was like, how's that little boy? I said, what little boy? I'm talking about my nephew. And I said, he said, how old is he now? I said, I think he's 10. He said, 10 already? So yeah. Because we, we held we had him when he was first born for a couple of months, and my wife and I. And naturally, all the family began to love upon him and all these different things. We kept him for several months while his mom was away, deployed. And so, but now he's a 10-year-old boy. 10-year-old boys become 20-year-old boys, men, amen. And 20-year-old girls, and, and before long, 30-year-olds and 40-year-olds. Again, when them 40s come along quick, folks. you young right now, it'll come along quick, don't it? And so you look at these things and how preparation we know that we need to prepare through our scripture. It tells us these things. Again, and we read and we share with you before preachers a message about get the house in order or Noah was told to prepare the ark because it was going to rain. Moses was told to tell the people to put the blood on the doorpost. Why? Because death is coming and on and on and on. He began to tell them all these different things. God is a God of love that will prepare many women's hearts to get ready. People take it as a judgment message. It's not a judgment message. God is trying to prepare people's hearts. I'll be your worst enemy, I'll tell you the truth to get ready and get right with God. Amen. I'll be your worst enemy. Jesus' message to the people, and even John the Baptist, John was the forerunner. He was the preparer of the way. He said, prepare you the way. Prepare, no doubt. Make his path straight. And he said, repent of your sins. He was preparing the people. Amen. And so he was preparing for things to come. Jesus came. He said the same thing. Repent. You must be born again. Why? Because life is beyond what we see right now. He said, Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's nearer than we first believed, Scripture tells us as well. And so the night coming, Jesus told us, as he uh, went throughout his ministry, he began to tell them, he said, the night coming when no man can work. And so we, again, must take advantage of our time and prepare and no doubt work and work. He says, because the night will come when nobody can work. Jesus prepared them the things even the church would face, the battles, the attacks, Throughout the word of God, it continues to prepare many women. Nothing, again, strange that we see in our day and day today as, as it plays out today. It shouldn't be strange to the believer. It shouldn't be strange as we see things happening in our world because, again, we know that the Bible and the word of God has to come to pass. Amen. The Bible says it should not catch the church as a thief. He said, I'm coming as a thief. But he says, but if we're watching and praying, if we're watching and beginning to look for the thing for the Lord and, and longing and yearning for the coming of the Lord, gonna, longing and yearning to see Jesus one day, to spend the eternity and base your life around that every day, it won't catch you sleeping. It won't catch you slipping off into the night. Amen. Risking your soul. Because why? You, your mind has stayed on him. Amen. It won't find us getting drunk in the bar room. Why? Because my mind has stayed on him. Amen. Because you know what? Again, we're looking forward to a place where Jesus dwells today. To some it's strange, again, again, it may seem strange to some, but again, why? Why we worship, Why we praise God, because we yearn for our coming King, amen. The world has no hope, brothers and sisters, today, amen, without Christ. Without Christ, it says we're most miserable. We're lost without Jesus today. I'm trying to tell you to come to Christ, which is our eternal hope. Again, I hope in God, I hope in Christ, all the stocks and bonds on Wall Street, my friend, today, it, it will fade away. I am sharing with a man the other day, he was talking with me actually. He said, man, all I'm seeing right now is red, 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 red. <laughs> talking about his stocks, it's bad, it's cut in half almost. He said, I pulled my money out the, out the thing, I put it back in the bank. Because the ebbs and flow, uncertainty of life. But there's one thing that's certain tonight, and that's Jesus Christ, my friend. The solid rock of ages, and that's the one we can depend on. And that's why he says today, again, to, to worship God and live for God every day. And we see that we should not think that these things are strange. He's gave us some more examples of how the things that come. Look, pull up Matthew 24 for me. Matthew 24 tells this in 12. I'm not going to go to. Oh uh, on, I just want to pull this out. He says, because of iniquity shall abound. Iniquity shall abound unlawful and wicked world that we live in shall abound. He said, the love of many will wax cold. He said, but he that it shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Amen. Remember talk about endure. We endure and enjoy. Amen. Enjoy the ride. He said, uh, "He said iniquity will abound in our world. I'm working at a place right now. We pray for you. Pray for you. Go back to verse 12. Uh, we pray for you, please. And so, working at a place, a juvenile detention center, and naturally saddened to see all those young people in there, those young men in there, and uh, and you think about it, how they, but I, the point I want to bring up is this, right outside, there's a big old jail where I'm working at, but right outside is a bunch of heroin addicts shooting up in front of the jail. That's crazy. And I thought about that, I said, man, ain't nothing but it. everyone one I thought about said, people, they probably asking for him. Lock me up, please. Get me off of these streets. They probably yearning in the only way they know. I, I said, man, it's pretty bold. At the same time, I thought about how the, the world of iniquity, where sin, anything goes in matter. I to a uh, uh, rep. Captain today, he was asking, uh, uh, he was saying, what's going on in New York City? And I began to tell him, I said, hey, uh, as long as York, every, anything, everything goes on in this city because we pass ungodly laws. Unrighteousness. And so again, so out there in front of the prison house, right around the corner, you got needles all over the place. And it really tells my heart said, Man, we gotta really witness to these folks. Up in the Bronx. And so it was this. And, and I thought about it, said, but you know what? My coworkers and now just say, But you know what, right around the corner, they can legally shoot up. No questions asked. They're supplied. They They don't ask where the drugs came from. You just come in here, get your, get your high and free needles. And I said, you're encouraging it. You are encouraging it. You are encouraging it against sin and soul because iniquity will abound. Iniquity is abounding all over the place. Everywhere you walk, you can't even, you got to hold your breath because weed is all over the sky and all over the place because iniquity will abound. Amen. And, and really we see sin and ungodly laws and, and sinful ways in our world today. Again, it's, it's, it's serious business and we see Jesus already told us things to come. He said, iniquity shall abound, and the love of many will wax cold. And so we find, again, a love for people. And so it's easy just to turn the naked eye, but I say, I can't. I, I got to reach out to these men. Give them a church card or something. Let them know that Jesus loves them. God help them, why? Because we can't wax cold to what's going on in our world today. The Bible says we warn men, we see many, we see the day approaching. He says we must pull them out of the fire while there's still time tonight, while there's still an opportunity, no doubt, for men to be saved. We must reach in and pull them out of the fire, wherever you may be. Amen. Wherever you go, somebody can hear about the Lord. Amen. The Bible says, but the love of many will wax cold in the last days. And so we think about waxing cold as a church, waxing cold as a world. The world is already cold, but can you imagine the church getting cold? It's even worse. The church gets cold, not the temperature in the room. (laughs) Thank God for the heat. But you know what? The church gets cold as well. The curse got cold. The Bible says, in Revelation, says in that church, he said, I wish it was either hot or cold. He said, well, and being lukewarm, he's going to spew you out. He's going to spew you out if you're cold as well. But you know what? Again, the love of many will wax cold. The love, again, and we find in our world, where's the love? If we can't find it in the church. Where can we find it? Amen. And so even in the last day, Jesus warned us. And so let's go. We'll move to John for me. John chapter 9. Back, I recorded it already, but he said, I must work the works of him that sent me. He said, while well, the day is night coming, when no man could work, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. And so we think about this. Jesus is that light tonight. There's still a light of hope tonight. There's still a light, no doubt, where the light is still on here in the church. On this wonderful night, as we came in, it was getting dark. I said, man, it's going to get dark quicker. But you know what? The light is on tonight. The lighthouse is still on Ashford Street tonight. And we continue to let you know tonight that Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is still the hope of the world. Jesus is still the answer to lies and our future tonight. The future's wrapped around in Christ tonight. I saw a thing another other day. Stupid <laughs> Muslims. It was posted up there. I think it was fair kind of he had it up there on his wall. And it says, uh, is coming. Who will win? Allah or, or, or the Christian? I said, man, y'all... y'all that's foolishness. Y'all already, already know who's gonna win. We already know. Uh, which God would you rather have—the God of the Christian or the God of of Islam? And so naturally, we want the God of Christ because Jesus is victorious tonight. And there's complete victory in Jesus Christ. Come on over to the side. Come to Christ now. You can have victory in your life. You can have victory in joy and joy and satisfaction in your heart and your mind and your soul tonight. There's victory in Christ tonight. He gives you victory over sin. He gives you victory over uh, uh, shame and, and, and ungodliness ways. And he gives you victory over depression and anxiety. He will give you victory in every aspect of your life. And that's when things do come your way. You'll be able to overcome it because Christ gives victory. The Bible says here, uh, he says, I must work the work. But let me go back to our text here in in the Gospel of Matthew as well, chapter 6, as we try to wrap this up tonight. The Bible says, and really that second part of the message about taking no thought for tomorrow, Jesus was there and really came uh, shortly before the Beatitudes. I remember in Bible school, Reverend Foster asked this question, he says, we're going to go over the Beatitudes. I never really heard it this way. He said, What be your attitude? <laughs> what be your attitude? He said, Bless the man that hungers and thirsts after righteousness. We read this. And blesses the poor in spirit, for no doubt they shall see the kingdom of God. On and on and on. And so, just jumping down now. Number uh, uh chapter nineteen, verse six six nineteen. Uh Jesus continued to preach on the mount there and the Bible says, Lay up yourselves lay, lay not up yourselves treasures upon the earth. Where moth and rust doth corrupt, where thieves break through and steal. And verse 20 says, lay up yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust uh, doth corrupt, nor thieves can do not break through and steal, my friend, and I am. And so the ebbs and flows of life, uh, if you lose it all, you still have Christ. No doubt if we have little or have a lot, you know, it does not matter because I have Jesus in my heart and my soul. And that should be your prayers where that's where our victory lies. That's where our joy and satisfaction comes from, through the salvation and through the power. Of the Holy Ghost tonight. And so he says these things that men is putting their, their stock and bar that they're, they're waiting to in their lives. He says these things will fall apart. Waxing the vehicle and uh, shining up the house by bigger barns. They didn't prepare for the future. The man said, Thou food today. Your soul is required of you. And it may not be today, it could be tomorrow. Amen, but prepare for what's to come. The Bible says in verse 21, he says, at number 22, he says, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore the eye be single and the whole body full of light, he said, but if the eye be evil and the whole body full of uh, darkness, he said, if therefore the light that is to in thee be darkness, he said, how great is that darkness? And he went on concerning the eye and what we view and how we live our lives. And even, again, Jesus said, if your eyes even pluck that thing out, Get rid of it. No, no, let me get right in it. Let me examine myself. Let me, let me do the things in which I need to do. Verse 24 says, No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate one and love the other, or else I uh, uh, will hold to one and despise the other. He will despise the other. He says, Ye cannot serve God and mammon. That's coming a day. And I pray tonight if you're not saying, Today will be your day to make that choice. Today will be that day. You say, you know, what? I'm going to make that choice should change the trajectory of my future. My future, I wanted to be in Jesus. Mammon will fade away. He said, but I'm going to serve God. Number 25 says, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. He says, what you shall eat or what you shall drink. For what for yet your body, what you shall put on. He said, is not life more than me and the body more than Raymond? He began to get them to cherish the most valuable thing. Their relationship with Him, their soul, their, their their lives, and He went on a little bit further because again, what is to come? People lose everything; they feel like they lost it all. Job is a perfect example. That's why God put it in the Bible. He lost wife, he lost uh, not wife, he lost his children. He lost so much health, wealth, but you know what? He didn't lose God up in heaven. God, as he stayed faithful and she, uh, as we stay faithful, you and I, to God, no doubt, God will turn it around. God will turn it around. And the Bible says God blessed Job twice as much as he had before. Why? Because, again, he, he, he kept his mind on him and he kept his eyes on Jesus. And my friend, whoever you are, man, woman, boy, girl, keep your eyes on Jesus. The Bible says don't take thought of the things that you have or don't have because God will supply everything. He said, Behold the fowls of the air. For they sow not, nor do they reap, nor do they gather barns. Yet my heavenly heavenly Father feedeth them. He says, God will take care of the future. God will take care of everything that we go through. We worry about tomorrow. We pull our hair about tomorrow. We worry about how things will play out. We worry about all these different things. But we learn and we see from the word of God, God will take care of it. It's in God's hands tonight. Your life, your future, again, your, your plans, your household, your, your career, whatever it is, put it in God's Saying He says, take no thought about it. Just give it over to God. Give it over to God and listen to his voice. Let him follow follow his plan, follow his blueprint. I'm telling you, God's blueprint works, doesn't it? God's blueprint works. And so he says, the future, prepare for things to come. He said, God has it all in control as you follow me, as we follow the Father up in heaven. He said, my father will feed you, whether it's spiritually, he'll feed you. You continue to read the word of God, stay in church, Continue to be fed by the things of God. God will give you things, amen, that will keep you going every day. How many can I get a witness in time? No doubt he'll keep you going every day. Say, man, I needed to read that. I needed to hear that. I needed that. Why? Because it continues to feed my soul. It continues. We can go without food, amen. We can go without food. We see for days and days on hand, But we cannot go without the word of God. We need God. The Bible says, and yet not much better than they. We are not. He asks us, question, are we not better than them? All these things. God, we are his great, greatest creation. Mankind. God made us in his image. Amen. And He wants to spend our, his, our, the future with him. The rest of our days. With the Lord forevermore. As we wrap this up, come on up, please. The Bible says, which of you taking uh, a thought can add one cubit to a statue? Nobody can. I know they got plastic surgery nowadays. <laughs> they got plastic surgery nowadays. They adding and taking away and puffing up and puffing down. All these different things, sucking in and sucking out. But really, he was saying, you know what? God made you. No doubt God can take care of you as well. God, no no greater one. I remember uh, we uh, we bought the car, what, six years ago? Now time is flying, boy. I bought the truck in 2016, man. And uh, my wife said, you know what? Nope, we're going to take the car to the dealership said, girl, not you know how much expensive it is. But she was right. Because you you'll take it to uh, Joe on the corner. <laughs> Joe on the corner having, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He'll have it all jacked up. by the time you leave. Joe, I thought you, yeah, yeah, I fixed that. And he forgot the screw. One time I went to the man, he had screws all still up in the thing. I was like, man, you put this stuff back together. Oh, don't worry about that screw. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. Because why? Because people. Again, these things, we must go back to our manufacturer. People, we must go to our manufacturer. Night, we must go to God. He's our Creator. today. and so naturally, it, it, no doubt, it will cost us. What's it gonna cost? You? It's gonna cost you your life. Sometimes going to a dealership it costs an arm and a leg. But you knowing like Jesus, take me to the manufacturer if it costs me. But you know what? I just wanted to fix. You know what's best for me you know what's best for my future. And they, I like it how they say, you know, in 10,000 miles, you got to do this. In 5,000, 5, uh, 50,000 miles, you got to do this. 70,000 miles, we don't always do it, but we should anyway. But you know what? You know what? And God, God has a blueprint laid out for us because the manufacturer knows what's best. Uh, we change this. We need to change this oil over. This oil is very dirty. You flush that thing out. You need the transmission fluid replaced. Uh, all these different things. Why? Because the, the, the manufacturer knows the best about us. So naturally we change, continue to change and grow in God. He says here we go back to our manufacturer, the one who's creator. He says, you're the potter and I'm the clay. He says, "Why well, I take thought for the raiment. Consider the lilies. He went on and said, how they grow. They toil not. Neither do they spin. Amen. God take care of them. We ain't have to do nothing. Sometimes I wish God wouldn't take care of them <laughs> out here in the yard. Because it grows up, it grows because God takes care of it. The future, you can cut it down. Man, we cut that thing down. Two years ago, I think we sprayed weed. I said, I'm going to spray grass killer everywhere so we ain't got to cut this thing no more. <laughs> try to kill all the grass, all the weeds, but lo and behold, before long, that thing will pop back up. Amen. And the devil will try to kill you and I. He'll try to cut you down, take you down to nothing. But you know it before long, God. He said, I'll take care of the lilies. I can take care of you. I'll take care of you. Amen. In church today, God is able to do this. Let's move on a little bit further. Back to our text is where we were at. Amen. Therefore, take no thought. What, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, whithersoever you shall be clothed. He says, for after these things do, the Gentiles seek for your heavenly Father. Lord, the need that you have. God sees your need. God sees your future. God has a plan for each of our lives. He said, I know the plans for you. I know the plans that I have for you. It's already been written out. No doubt. He says, seek me. Seek first the kingdom. First things first, let me see what God says. Let me see what he wants for me. In your morning, let me seek you first. God, before my feet hit the ground, God, thank you for this day. Guide me today. Order my steps on the train, on the bus. God, track my day today. Seek first the kingdom of God. I'm going to do this, that, and the other today. You know what? Let's seek God first. And let God control lead us and guide us. In his righteousness, seek first the kingdom and the things of God. Injures to the throne of God. God, what will you have me do today? What will you have me do? What can I do for you, God? Amen. What can I do for you? Church today, His righteousness, God. Where's anything displeasing? I don't want to go another day. God, not right with you. Cleanse me, wash me, forgive me. Let me make it whole. Get my thought pattern right. Let me get my mind right. Let me make that right, God. I just want to do what's right in Your eyes, Lord. So my future can be blessed. That's why He said it. He wants our future to be blessed. I mean, he wants our future to be blessed. Again, uh, why? People say, oh, uh, this, that, and the other. Uh, God is trying to keep you under control. No, he's trying to bless you. And keep you out of the trouble. Trying to keep you off the streets. Trying to keep us out of the juvenile center. Pray for them young men. The Lord, we're like a chance to go one more day over the tomorrow. Talk some of those men on the street. Let them know Jesus loves them. Give a men and women a chance to make, to make the right choice. To make the right road. You are a fork in the roads where we say today, we had a place in history. You had a place in your life where it's time for me to make the right choice. It's time for me at the fork in this road. What am I gonna do? Am I gonna go to the left? Am I gonna go to the right? Thank God for forks where God gives us options. He says, Choose you. No doubt all the decisions we can make, let's make the God our decision. Let me make the right choice. Let me pick the right path. Let me walk uprightly before you. And the Bible says, all these things shall be added to you. The mind of the scriptures in the psalm, he said, no good thing will I withhold from you. Because while you're walking up brightly, God will bless his seed, his children. God will bless you as you bless him and live for him every day. He says, therefore, take no thought of tomorrow. I say, preach, it's hard not to do that. He said, I'm going to take care of it, trust me. The church, he says many times, trust him. When Jesus got his disciples, he got all his disciples, he says, hey, just come and follow me. About the nets, they dropped the net. Didn't they? they dropped them, they weren't worried about that. You know, but my business, somebody gonna take my nets. I oh, don't worry about that. Just come on, just follow me. I'm gonna, I got you for the next years ahead for the rest of your life. And their lives were changed because they followed God, they didn't worry about tomorrow. They said, All right, it's a new end day in Christ. And you know, for tomorrow, it should take no thoughts of the things of itself sufficient until the day of evil. and whatever comes our way. We're gathering the disciples' faith with Jesus. No doubt, they were ready because they were with Jesus. Evils can come, but you're with Jesus. Things will come and try to overwhelm you, but with, with, with Christ, there's nothing that's too hard. There will be things that come around the corner. And naturally, we're all gonna face things in our lives, even maybe even greater than what we faced before. But you know what? Jesus holds the future. In church, as we as we close with that, Bible says, "Things present or things to come, don't let it separate you from Christ." Don't let it separate you from the love of God. God loves each of us. He cares about our future. He cares about our next move, our next steps. He cares about us, church. Things that come, make sure it's in Christ. The Bible says today, because He will help you conquer the future. You want to conquer? Don't be afraid of the future. We look forward to what God's going to do in Christ. We look forward to victory in Jesus. There is victory in Christ. I mean, that there is victory in Jesus. The future is bright for the believer. My friend, They come on board. Come on and board and give your life to Christ tonight. We bow our heads in reference to God tonight. Get on board with Jesus tonight. There's victory in your future as you serve Christ. There's victory in your marriage. There's victory in the days ahead in your careers and your choices in life. There's victory down the road so you follow Jesus tonight. He said just follow me. Follow me. Follow me. I'll, I'll cause you to conquer. I'll help you through all the things and the challenges that this life will bring. Don't worry about it. God's got you in his hand. I'm talking about complete victory, brothers and sisters. Even our future. Our future. We got victory over the past. Thank God for that. Has my past forgiven through the blood of Jesus Christ tonight? My future, my my past is forgiven. And my friend today, if you're not saved, now your past can be forgiven tonight because you believe what he did on the cross for you and I. He shed his blood on the old rugged cross. He was crucified and pierced and and no doubt died and gave up the ghost for so that we can be saved tonight. And all of this because he was looking into the future, thinking about things to come. There was going to be some people here on 334 Ashford Street There was going to be some people watching online, hearing this video, hearing this broadcast. He was concerned about our future. Amen. Aren't you glad tonight he cares about your future? In church tonight, you can have victory through the salvation of Jesus Christ. Give him your life tonight and believe him as Lord and Savior tonight. Ask him into your heart tonight. Ask the Lord for help. Ask him for strength. Ask him for forgiveness tonight. Repent of your sins, my friend, today, and turn, put baggones on and get saved. Give your life over to Christ, and let him take over your life and your days ahead. Don't go alone tonight. Your present he'll take care of, and your future. Things present or things to come, my friend. future is bright right in Christ. My friend, today, not on that, but not only salvation, but get filled with the Holy Ghost as well. We need the Holy Ghost in the days ahead. Let me say that do not go another day without getting filled with the Holy Ghost tonight's the night to get filled with the Holy Ghost say God I want the Holy Ghost wherever you may be tonight you can lift up those hands and say Lord I want the Holy Ghost wherever you may be God can feel you in a moment of time whether hands are lifted or not, God can feel you if you want the Holy Ghost Bible said they were all sitting in one accord God filled with the Holy Ghost God would lay hands on folks and they were filled with the Holy Ghost God wants you to have the Holy Ghost for the future. He, the, he, the church had to have the Holy Ghost in order to go forward. Because if they didn't, it was going to crumble. Would, we wouldn't even be here today if they didn't have the Holy Ghost. There's power, victorious power in Christ. You don't go another day without the Holy Spirit tonight. Amen, you can go and live a victorious life in Christ Jesus. Let's all find a place to pray. She began to sing us unto the Lord tonight. Amen, the future. Things to come. Serve God. Trust God. Believe God for what he said he would do. God, let's find a place to pray like Let's pray for the lost. Pray for people that we don't even know now. Pray for those men on those streets and men on the streets bow. Man. That their future would change as we interact and we meet men and women. It's like God puts you in people's paths to help change someone's future through Jesus Christ. Call on the Lord. Call on Him. Let's intercede for the world. Intercede for a world full of iniquity. Intercede for a world that's bound by the enemy. The world is destined for hell. But Jesus can reach down and save one more. Jesus and I can reach down to save the lost. Jesus, reach down, touch this community one more time. Touch families one more time. Change the nation, the world. You're the God of the future, still the light of the world. Lord, we bless your name. God, we thank you. Take care of us. Amen. The future's bright in Almighty God. The future's bright. In Him as we follow Him. Amen. And whatever comes our way, go in victory. We win. We win in Christ. We win in Jesus. We can have victory in Him. Also prepared us to say, Hey, things will come our way. Things won't come your way. Can't get away from it. Amen. But you know what He tells us? We can win. Through Christ Jesus. Thank God for in building a victorious church. See so you need to pray for people. Pray for those that are struggling, that are being defeated by the enemy. Let's put that on our prayer list. Those that are defeated by the enemy, we pray that they'll find victory through Christ Jesus. Amen. To find victory in Christ Jesus. As I mentioned before, pray for those men in the Bronx. Pray for me as I'm gonna see them tomorrow. And no doubt we'll perhaps try to witness to some of them. Witness to some of them is so, so sad to see. It's almost like, like I was saying, the devil's rubbing his face right there. Right there in front of the jailhouse. Of lawlessness and iniquity. But there's a God in heaven. Amen. There's a God in heaven. They can clean up their body. I was like, man, it's right there on St. Ann's and 149th in the Bronx. I said, man, God, we can have a church up here. God, we need a church up here, God. In the Bronx, God, we pray. Church in Queens, God. Church in Manhattan. Church in Staten Island. Churches throughout the city. Brooklyn, all throughout there. Not just one either. We need no doubt to pray that the gospel message will go forth. Pray for those true men of God that will preach and teach the word of God. The true women of God that are preaching and teaching the word of God. Wherever God places them in this city that we can impact it. Amen. And soldiers for Christ. God bless you I prayer. Amen. I know we go along. For every time something is missing.